an opportunity to address the main challenge facing the organization, which is leadership. Uh, he's on the line to tell us more about this. Uh, thank you for your time, Mr. Lope. Before we get into that uh, one, and of course, this is supposed to be a policy conference where we'll hear uh, later why you think the leadership is such an important aspect of this. What do you make of uh, those reports that David uh, Mabuza uh, might be mantashing the so-called uh, Premier League? <laughs> well, well, look, look for, for some of us who follow political issues, we're not surprised. I, I wasn't surprised because there, there has been a few incidents in the last few months that you know, indicated that uh, Mabuza will not necessarily remain within the so-called Premier League. The incident, number one, was him trying to get uh, Lamola back into the mainstream fold of the ANC. The second one was him talking highly of Julius Malema, saying that Julius Malema must come back into the ANC. And then the third one... um, the third one is him positioning himself as a unifier within the ANC. By calling back these two, he was actually positioning himself as a unifier within the ANC. And the fourth element that gives his stance away is him saying that Mpumalanga will not support Adam Kosovo or Cyril Ramaphosa. So essentially, he was positioning himself as a number one or a possible number one within, you know, the the movement. So when it started to dilly dally uh, last Thursday uh, in the in the plenary where they were discussing whether the diagnostic reports will be submitted or not, it was clear that you know he has been very consistent in terms of where he stands. He didn't want to be boxed on either side. But I think he's also positioning himself much higher than what the the end is that can position the those number two. Interesting uh, comments that I would then ask you, what are his uh, chances, given how divided these two camps supposedly are, of creating that middle ground and therefore becoming the savior who becomes the next leader? No, I think it's extremely limited. Uh, I don't think he has grown. He has outgrown being the, a, a mainly provincial leader in the context of Mpumalanga into the mainstream of national politics of the ANC. I, I think the section that probably drives, you know, his political ambition for higher office is still largely limited. Uh, uh, within Pumalang. I don't think it has got a major impact on the national politics of the ANC. And beyond that, I, I think there begin to be some serious, um, what's the word, disintegration of the Premier Soccer League. So I think his limited, I think his prospects of, of becoming, you know, the president of the ANC are actually limited. But then it could be a strategy for him to push higher, higher than the DP's position so that perhaps he can eventually fall into that position. But uh, I, I think right now, you know, such prospects are highly limited. 
Mm. And uh, yeah, so in other words, I also hear that uh, this these moves, uh, if they are indeed moves by him, perhaps won't uh, you know sway the, the the tie too much within the party. No, I I I, I don't think so. You see, also keep in mind that in the ANC politics, it's not so much the capacity and the ability of individuals that get them higher into positions of leadership. It is the strength of their affection and this ability to mobilize for, for their preferred candidate to, to rise much higher. So I'm not convinced that the section that could want him to you know, ascend into higher positions has enough strength compared to other existing factions to, to, to push him into higher positions. Now, uh, in my introduction, I said uh, you, you reckon that uh, this NPC is a missed opportunity to address uh, leadership, which you say is the main issue. I think it's pretty clear that uh, all these uh, particular policy discussions which are emerging, which are being covered, certainly have two sides, the two dominant sides in terms of uh, the leadership uh, sort of driving the agendas, uh, so to speak. Mm. So does that effectively mean that nothing's going to come out of this NPC unless some sort of coherent leadership unity is created? Yes. You see, there has missed a major opportunity. And I think challenge number one was to combine this... this um, this quest for for reflection of the organization, which was supposed to be on day one and two, with what on day three started as a policy conference. So perhaps the, the veterans were correct in the assessment that you cannot combine, you know, these two. Because from where I'm sitting, the problems of the ANC are not lack of policy or wisdom in policy development. The problems of the ANC is it's, it's leadership. Much as I usually give an example that says the problems of the health department and housing are not so much health issues, but governance issues, leadership issues, managerial issues. So what is the, 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 the biggest opportunity that the ANC has missed, it, it has been not to discuss in so much detail with vigor and sincerity, the diagnostic report which uh, um, Mandasha presented in the last days of that report, it speaks to the heart of the challenges of the AIDS, which are not necessarily organizational. In fact, they don't even have to discuss organizational renewal. What they need is leadership transformation, leadership you know, regeneration. And, and the, that diagnostic report that had been presented at a two-day consultative conference away from the policy conference, I think it would have generated much more sense in revitalizing and regenerating and transforming the leadership of the ANC which is at the heart of the problems of the ANC. Mr. Lobe, is, is the reason we haven't really heard much about those first two days the fact that, uh, that probably n- nothing was resolved? Well, the, the, you see, the problem was that given, given the sincerity of the diagnostic report, which pointed out specific, you know, problems that are at the heart of the challenges of the ANC, 
it, it's what became the reaction to that report that was problematic because different groupings started to react in accordance to what did the report mean to themselves. So those that are in the section that is currently running the ANC, they took it as a direct attack on themselves rather than seeing the diagnostic report as some kind of a medicine to heal the challenges of the ANC. So uh, that has been the thread, you know, throughout. You know, this, this, this sectional you know, inclination to react to what is being tabled at the conference uh, to the extent of what it means to a particular grouping and not the other. Many thanks to Dumisani Chope, who is a political commentator and governor.